Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Marjorie. Hey, Natalie. I love wine on ones. You know why? Because we, the wine. And well, And we get to do this. Ready? Wine, wine on one. one. Clink. Clink. This is fantastic wine. It is good wine. I like it. I am enjoying it very much so. And I'm also enjoying, of course, spending time with you. I love it when we just get to sit down and we get to chat about topics we like. I do. And you know, one of the things that I love is community partners because they make the world go round. You do like your community partners. I do. You're I'm so a big, good at that. I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> I like relationships, but you know what I see, think is difficult sometimes is that I'm always going and asking for money. Mm-hmm. So when they start seeing you at restaurants and diving into bathrooms that are not their gender <laughs> because they're just trying to get away from you like, quickly. Oh, nonprofit ninjas here to ask for some money. That's right. <laughs> so maybe there's a problem. But, you know, today I want to tell you about some ideas. If you have community partners that are mm-hmm. also diving into you know bathrooms, um, perhaps there are some things you can be doing to partner with them that's not necessarily asking for money. Ooh, I like that. Yes, because... We forget so much that our community partners can do so much for us Mm -hmm. and they have resources that are even beyond some of our wildest dreams. And we forget how to align those with something that will support us and and benefit us. So first and foremost, here's where I want to begin. You've got clients that you serve Mm -hmm. and you have volunteers that support your organization. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you can be doing is asking your community partners to have some sort of tangible drive. Okay. Whether that be uh, if you serve animals and you're looking for pet food, Mm -hmm. you serve homeless and you're looking for blankets and uh, perhaps gift cards, whatever it might be, it's a tangible item that is A, tied to your mission Mm -hmm. and B, directly tied to your clients. Okay. And I would say probably something that is actually, you know, is useful to your clients. Absolutely. Not something people think would be useful. Right. So not teddy bears for the homeless people. No. Although unless you're serving children, which could be a nice soft. Right. Uh, So you want to think along those lines. And what I see is uh, people who will do drives with, or they'll go out and they'll ask for people to do drives, but it's more for something internal. So Mm -hmm. something they want to create that will support their mission, but it's hard time Mm -hmm. relating it to clients because what you have to remember is yes, you're using your client's clientele, your partner's clientele, right? Mm -hmm. To benefit you. So it's the third party triangle. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out how do I tell my story by using this kind of triangular effect, Absolutely. And if you haven't tied your clients into it, the mission's going to get lost. Oh, that makes perfect sense. So it, it probably doesn't make sense for me to say, hey, um, office supply store that we buy a lot of stuff from, can we do a, a drive for red grease pens? Because we use a lot of those in the office and... You know, we really, we could go through them now. I don't know if you understand like, how many red grease pens we go through around here. It's creepy. <laughs> that would probably be a great example of something that would not work. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. However, if you were doing something specific for your clients mm-hmm. around the holidays mm-hmm. and you wanted to be able to benefit those clients, uh, then this would be something that you could, you could ask them to help you with. Excellent. I've seen some really cool things with organizations doing like um, canned soup drives and things mm-hmm. like that where they're doing like buildings and stuff and making it almost in the contest, things like that, where Absolutely. people are having fun with it. Um, and then, of course, you you always see the coat drives and things like that in the stores. Yeah, coat drives, back to school drives. Ooh, um, yeah. I've seen uh, some of the things that happen around ACT, SAT, mm-hmm. going off to college, like first-generation college oh, drives. Yeah. So uh, there's always something and someone to give to, which is great. 
but you want to use your community partners to tell your story. That's the mm-hmm. piece. It's, it's all about storytelling. Yeah. So it's not just put the stuff in the box, but like put the stuff in the box because of this reason. Right. And so you want to create something ahead of time before you go out to your community partner. Here's where I think people fall short. They just go and say, hey, community partner, we need you to help us collect board games mm-hmm. for our clients. And so um, here's a box. Thanks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which they'll put the box in the lobby if they're a good community partner and you mm-hmm. built that great relationship, but you're not telling your story. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going into that community partner as a client and what's motivating me to want to go out and buy a board game and put it in that box. Exactly. So you really want to come to them with an entire plan as to how that's going to work. And I always tell people, put it in writing. If it's worth mm-hmm. it, put it in writing because you want to remember what the two of you have agreed upon, right? A memorandum of understanding that of what it's so going important. to look like. <laughs> so social media posts, mm-hmm. great opportunity to engage. Um, perhaps there's a, a way you can ha- go to a staff meeting, inform all their frontline staff exactly what's happening, the people who nice. are engaging with the customers. So when they say, what's up with the box in the corner, they're mm-hmm. going, I don't know, my boss said to put it there. Yeah. You know, and this isn't a, a stuff drive, but I've noticed that like, the restaurant weeks that we have around town where, you know, a portion goes, well, like you can donate a portion to a specific nonprofit in the area. And it is so interesting to me, which frontline staffs like really actually push the donation part and others are just like, yeah, it's $25 a day. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. So it, that, that training part's important. It is. And you want those relationships. So anything, anybody who's interacting with the potential donors, you want to be able to have you can call it training. I like mm-hmm. to call it informational gatherings. Oh, that, that and you know what? I would rather go to an informational gathering. Absolutely, than absolutely. So uh, and it's softer, kind of like you mm-hmm. know wine, mm-hmm. uh, which we love. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so that's so I've ran that one around. So that's one thing that you can be doing. But you again, reach out strategically. Reach out with a purpose. Reach out with a plan. Not just hey, would you ever wanna mm-hmm. dot dot dot? Because odds are they don't want to. Mm-mm. And so you have to figure out what's in it for them. Yeah. Right. W-I-F-M. It's the most, or W-I-I-F-M is what I like to say. It's what's the, in it for me? What's in it for me? Yeah, yeah. It's the most important radio station on the planet because everyone loves it. Next to mine's eye. Next to mine's eye, <laughs> of course. Uh, so yeah, definitely figure out what's in it for them. What's their benefit? And yes, they're giving to you, but what else? Mm-hmm. Uh, so sell it. So second thing, other way to partner with businesses for success, share outreach resources. Okay. So how? So how many times do you get invited to go to a volunteer fair, a career fair, uh, a volunteer booth, a community fair, a health fair, a wellness fair, a health and wellness and community fair all rolled in one? Like once a week. Yes. And I don't know about you, but A, I don't have the staff to do it. The mainly, yeah. And B, sometimes the fees to participate are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I'll say, wow, that's my, my target audience, like all right there in a beautiful little wrapped up bow. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way I can afford to go. Yeah. But... If you have a community partner where this is also their target audience, work with them because odds are they're going to have some of these types of events in Mm -hmm. their marketing plan and work with them in advance to to have them invite you as a community partner or you invite them. Oh, I kind of love that. So like you're just kind of part of their booth. Yes. I like that. So So you're sharing resource. So instead of having two people that are there together to set everything up and tear everything down, now that... That community partner only has to send one person. You only have to send one person. So nice. it's less staff for them as mm-hmm. well to man the booth because obviously these things can get pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to either share the cost or foot the bill for mm-hmm. the booth depending on the size of the event and what you've agreed upon. They're going to have access to cool things that their marketing budget can buy that nonprofits can only dream of when it comes to promo items. They have Frisbees. They have Frisbees. They have all sorts <laughs> of cool things. Um, and most of the time I can have like paper. That's mm-hmm. what I've got, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but those things can be available. 
And the other cool aspect is you're sharing resources with the target market that's coming up to you. Mm -hmm. So when they're coming up to learn more about your agency, they're also learning more about your community partner and vice Mm -hmm. versa. So you're cross-selling your clients Mm -hmm. on this great partnership. I just had this happen with our organization uh, here in the past month. Great experience. We work together. And the other benefit of it is you build a relationship with the person who's sitting next to you from that organization. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is you're stuck all day at that. I mean, not stuck. Obviously, you're joyously sitting at this table. Of course. <laughs> next to this person from another company. And you're really able to really build a relationship because you were, you're there together for six hours. You're in this. Right. So, and there, we all have been at these fairs. Like sometimes there are times when you're so busy, like there is no talking to this person. But there are other times like you're going to sit for a good 20 minutes before another person walks by. Absolutely. So, you, and you build yeah. these relationships. And depending on the size of your town, the size of your community partner, then you have opportunities in the future where maybe they're going to an event and they will say, hey, we'll take your materials along with us. And if we see any clients that are interested, we'll let them know that we're a proud community partner with XYZ Charity. Oh, man. Eventually, you don't even have to go. Well, you might want to still continue that relationship, <laughs> right? But it is a great opportunity. Um, you also want to make sure that if they have resources, um, outreach resources, such as your Chamber of Commerce is going to have a dinner mm-hmm. and they're going to they're buy a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could potentially be a seat at that table. Oh, that would be so nice. Instead of trying to buy the seat, you know, for $125 or some other number that I can't afford right now. So there's a great win-win on this. Most of the time when a for-profit agency purchases a large amount of seats, such as a table, Mm -hmm. because of a sponsorship that they've given, they have to then go around and find people to sit in those seats. And they have the same problem that everybody else does is mm-hmm. that they have, you know, plenty of commitments, client commitments. How are we going to find someone to fill these eight, you know, chairs? Mm-hmm. So this actually fix, fixes a problem that they already have. Mm-hmm. Plus they get to show a great relationship, a strong relationship publicly with that community partner, which they love. Now they're, that's their softer side, mm-hmm. right? Um, and in turn, you get to turn and represent not only your nonprofit, but this community partner to the community. Which is nice. Very nice. So, uh, and did I happen to mention if it's a dinner, you're going to have uninterrupted food time where they're going to say, Marjorie, tell me what's new going on in your nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And you get to tell these other nine nice people. That's right. And build nine new ambassadors to your organization. So uh, I always say, don't be afraid to ask. Reach out to your board. Reach out to our community partners. Ask, does anyone have a table? Do you need someone to fill a seat? I'd love to go to this event. Uh, I always get picked up for those opportunities. Nice. You've got my wheels turning now. I've got a couple of board members uh, that are probably in these situations where they're buying a lot of tables for things that I should probably jump on that. Yeah. Right and if they're not buying a table, Marjorie, ask them if they're planning on buying a seat and they like to go together. Oh, yeah. Because often if they know that you want to go, mm-hmm. they will, in courtesy, purchase your seat for you because you're a nonprofit. <gasps> Even better. And then you get to go and you build one-on-one relationship with that individual. Mm-hmm. And as you're sitting with a table of eight other people, they will say, how did you two end up getting set together. Mm-hmm. We did it on purpose. Why? Because here's one of my board members. Here's one of my strategic partners. Yes. And often they will tell the other eight people about how great you are while you just get to eat cheesecake. I, I love eating cheesecake. I know. And it's if you really get great. wine with the cheesecake, it's oh, like, man. yeah, great. Actually, I have a, a community partner organization that is having a, a wine dinner soon and I was looking for a date to it, but I'm thinking that a board member would be a fantastic date. Fantastic. Board members make great dates. Mm-hmm. They uh, really do. They would then, and they can sell your agency to everyone. The other thing that community partners are great at for community, for outreach resources are their social media. Mm, yes. And we forget to ask. You know, mm-hmm. most people will share if you ask. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what keeps us from doing that. 
Uh, but feeling free to reach out, not just to your board members, kind of in this passive aggressive, please like our post, mm-hmm. please share our post, but making a phone call to that marketing director at that particular community partner and say, mm-hmm. I know that you are strong community partners with our organization. We have a really important post coming up in the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. Would you please like it and share it with your group? That's so great, especially around days like Giving Tuesday or if you're launching a crowdfunding campaign or, heck, if you just have some really great news or a good story you want to share. Absolutely. I love it. And the last thing of the three, because I promised three ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I will finish this up because I know uh, we want to drink more wine. Mm -hmm. But it is, I I always like to say it's a think tank committee resources. Okay. What's that mean? So have you ever wished you could have a think tank that you could just go in and say, I have a problem and I don't know what to do, or I need a solution, or I need some ideas. You guys figure this out and then come to me and let me know what you figured out. Yeah, that'd be great. I, but I call this um, that my staff. Well, yes, you do. They, but they don't do they're, that. They're, lim- they're limited on their knowledge and expertise. And sometimes true. you have to have people that think outside the box. And your Magic 8-Ball only goes so far, Marjorie. I've been telling you this. That's true. And I only have an app for an app. <laughs> this is true. We've seen how effective that is. Not so great. So <laughs> let them help you solve a problem. Okay. The like community resources love to be able to be asked to help with problems as mm-hmm. well as to share in success. Nice. So if you have a strong built relationship with them, remember, I think people are scared to air dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. They're worried people are going to think something's wrong with you. Yeah. They already know something's wrong with you. You're oh, a nonprofit yeah. and you obviously have challenges, right? Yeah. I have no money. That's how it is. There it is. <laughs> right. So maybe a smaller problem than help me find more money. But mm-hmm. perhaps if you have something such as I have an IT issue, mm-hmm. we are working right now between two vendors. I'm having difficult understanding some of the language. We don't have an internal IT expert. Mm-hmm. Do you have someone at your organization in your IT department that can help me work through these two contracts so I understand better how to make a decision? Yeah. I did that not too long ago with underwriting for, for radio stations. Excellent. Didn't know a ton about it and I, I had a friend who used to be in public radio now she's with a different kind of company and so we had lunch it was fantastic good so use those community partners for those think tank opportunities mm-hmm. let them help you solve big problems mm-hmm. and get some outside points of view that are a little beyond maybe your subject matter expertise take their solutions to heart and if you need you know to narrow things down that's what your board is for mm-hmm. by all means you can take that back and say i've put it to a think tank. They've looked through these solutions. Here's the three best options we have. I'm leaning towards this one because of this reason. I need to have your input, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on how big it is. But uh, it's a great opportunity for them to be engaged Mm -hmm. in what you're doing and really see that they make a difference, not just for writing the check. I I like that idea too for maybe not like really heavily doing this, but like looking at those people as possible board members down the road too. Absolutely. Because now you know how they're kind of invested. You know how they think. You know how they offer ideas, Mm -hmm. um, which I always think is maybe one of the the best things about board members. If you've got a good board member who can offer ideas in a gracious way instead of a you must do it this way way. Yes. That that's a good thing. And keep in mind that everyone can give the time and dedication mm-hmm. that a board member can, but they could work on one project once a year mm-hmm. for a few hours or a few days to help you get through something. Absolutely. So if you've got that big fish that you'd like to eventually reel into your organization, mm-hmm. what a great way to feed that fish just a little bit at a time to be able to make sure that they understand what you're doing and how it works so that when their priorities line up, they start thinking about you and how maybe if they had more of an opportunity that could help them. I love it. Thanks. I love working with our community partners and I hope the three things I gave you will help you work with yours better too. All right, cool. Let's let's get out there and do it, guys. Yes, and drink more wine. Uh, of course. 
And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.